0: Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the doc. What's up, buddy? Good, good to see you, John. Alright, let's talk about the fights. Uh, we're going to get right into this, because there were some fights. Let me tell you. Uh, fight Saturday night. Main event was uh, Liotta, um, Anders. But the semi-main has a lot of people talking. Uh, we had Priscilla against Valentina. So, uh, Shovachenko. Now... Well, let me just tell you. This fight drew a lot of attention. Not as much for what a fight it was. But people are, 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 people are questioning the uh, competency of, of the referee. People are thinking the referee should have stopped that fight way before he did. Um, and if you look at the stats... So like two hundred and thirty strikes by Valerina, uh, Valentina, to three strikes.
1: Dude, I gotta gotta say, watching this fight, it, I'm a fight fan. This painful, is un- uncomfortable to watch. That fight. I mean, not painful, but just like, just awkward. Beyond, yeah, right. just not not good. It was not an enjoyable fight to watch for no. me at all.
0: Way too one sided. The ref maybe should have stopped it. I don't know. I i. Usually I can tell there's a couple factors and I'm going to, this might sound uh, chauvinistic. One is uh, girls. I mean,
1: yeah, that sounds chauvinistic.
0: <laughs> like to me, girls, unless you're a cyborg, girls don't hit as hard. So on the ground and pound, I would probably stop it quicker for a guy getting hit the same amount of times as a girl getting hit that many times. I would, on the other side of that coin, if a girl has a cut, I would stop it a lot quicker for a girl that has a cut in her face than I would a guy.
1: So she got tagged in the first round and had yeah. a pretty good gash yeah. and was spurting blood. She was spurting so blood. So for the just for the um, spectacle of it, you know, maybe that cut didn't hurt her that bad, who knows? But just the spectacle of it, it was, you know, it was a little much.
0: It was it was a bit much. Um, the only thing I gotta say about Yamasaki, I mean, I know Dana always rags on him and stuff, but and people are ragging on, him, but and I'm not gonna rag on the corner or Yamasaki because I don't know if I would have stopped it. I didn't really watch that fight that k- k- uh, closely. It did look like a one sided mauling, but to be honest, each maul didn't look like anything, um, like just happened to. Uh, the one with um habib again you know remember the yeah. habib one not that long ago it didn't look quite as devastating as that but there was a lot of punches but they didn't seem as hard so i don't know i wasn't there but let me just ha- ask you this if you think the referee was terrible for not stopping it how much how much responsibility is on the corner or not stop it. Why didn't they throw in the towel? If the fight was that one-sided and she was taking that much of a beating and Yamasaki didn't stop oh, Let me ask you this. If you're on ringside and you're the you're the owner of the the president of the OC, why don't you yell stop the fight? I bet they would if you yelled it. So nobody stopped the fight. The corner didn't
1: the commission didn't. The fighter didn't. The the fighter didn't. She kept fighting. I mean, I got to say she was trying. She may have gotten. Um, it was a completely lopsided fight, but she that never girl quit. has heart. She, she never, never got quit. quit. She didn't try to quit. She, she didn't, didn't try. try to give up to a give herself up to submission, even though no. she got submitted. So she fought with a lot of heart. She's t- and her, too much heart. Her corner, I think, is probably the same way. I don't know. I think they probably just let her. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I, I wasn't there, and I'm not judging her corner, but I, and everyone knows this, including John, Big John, everybody knows, if my fighter's getting hurt, I don't wait for a referee. My, my towel's going in immediately. If I think my fighter's in danger, I'm throwing the towel in. I'm the corner. I'm his trainer. We're a family.
1: Well the, the they're also their corner did have an op- opportunity cuz this went into the second, second round, round right so and they she, they had her on the stool she really was outclassed severely that entire first round yeah. so if you if her corner I don't know they still expected her to win I mean it was a pretty crazily lopsided fight so I don't know if you look at it you got to look at it through your eyes if you were in the corner I'm sure you would have stopped the fight I
0: probably would have stopped it but I'm not judging her corner cuz I'm not them I'm not judging Yamasaki because the way I saw it wasn't quite as harsh as everybody else was, saw it. But if my, tra- I'm just gonna tell you something, when you start ragging on the referee, go to the corner first. They're the fighter's first line of protection. Protect your fighter first. And that's what the corner should do. So before I yell at a, tra- uh, a referee, I'm gonna yell at the corner. I'm not yelling at anyone for this fight, but that's that's my rule of Here, thumb.
1: Here's my question. Would you ever, if she was your fighter, Priscilla was your fighter, would you ever have let her take this fight? Yes. It was a pretty I mean from the numbers and the betting odds, I think it was a horribly lopsided. Two fight. things.
0: Two things. If it was a if it was a low level fight for maybe Tachi Palace or Five Five Nine, great organizations, but they're the lower level fighters. I would not take that fight with this much of a mismatch, okay? Now, if I was a low-level fighter, I had a low-level fighter, and they offered her Valentina in the UFC, I'd say yes, because that might be your last chance to make it to the big show. Now, once you make it to the big show and someone asks you to fight someone higher up in the big show, you say yes. If you say no... You might rub, you might ruffle the wrong feathers. You might not get asked again. And if you want this to be your career, you are not going to say no. If you got, I mean, if you were going to uh, Valley Junior College for medical school, and then they offered you a promotion to go to USC, would you say uh, I'm not ready, or would you just jump on it?
1: I would hope I didn't flunk out, and I'd go. Yeah,
0: and that's what yeah. they do, because right. you might not get another offer. So. I don't think Priscilla's people, I think they didn't make a bad choice to take the fight. And anyone out there that's judging them, think of this. You, you get offered into whatever your profession is, whatever your goal, your passion is. What if you get asked to go there? And you might only get one, one offer. So luck, luck is opportunity meeting preparedness. Well, so- I, think,
1: I think Priscilla, too, defended her corner. And said, "I'm glad, you know, I'm glad they didn't stop the fight. I, I agree with their decision not to stop the fight. She got hurt in that fight too. She tore up her knee. She's yeah. gonna be out for eight to ten months in the first with round a, with a torn ACL. This
0: fight, this fight did her stock much more. Uh, she she went up in stock. She didn't go down at all. She went up in stock because of her toughness. The UFC is gonna remember this fight. They're not going they're not gonna drop her." They're gonna remember how tough she was, and they're gonna repay her for that by taking good care of her. So her stock went up; it was a win for her in that case. Um, and I don't think I think the only person that really gonna suffer for this is Yamasaki because everybody's ragging on him. I don't think they should, but they
1: are. Well, the one thing I will say, watching that fight, every time I was so happy he was about to stop the fight, she would do something. Priscilla would do something to make it look like she was defending herself every time. Yeah. I mean, there were probably five, six times in the first round where she was almost getting out of something, and then so he didn't stop it. So he was right there, ready to step in. So I really don't understand why they're ragging on him because there's him. plenty of blame. because you got to rag, you got to there has to be a scapegoat. So you're throwing him under the bus, but scapegoat. it's not like she was getting beaten and then wasn't intelligently defending herself. She yeah. would get out of situations and. She would get up or she would whatever. She would block her, block the punches. She would get an arm free. She would do just enough to keep the beating going. She screwed herself.
0: <laughs> she screwed herself. So she got a more of a beating. But I think it's a win for her. She's going to go up in value because of her toughness. She's going to be known as the Archer Gatti of the women's division. She's tough. She's tough You can't as nails. say she's not tough. She, no, no. She's so, tough as nails. As horrible
1: as that fight was to watch... Um, that's a one tough fighter.
0: But, yeah, she climbed the ladder and and Valentina. Not a tough
1: female fighter. She's a tough fighter. She was
0: awesome. Yeah, but it's it's there's a division in the two now. Um, Valentina is proven that she is is the force.
1: Do you before. think Do you think a fight like this is made? Like the matchmakers look at this, they gotta see it's lopsided and go, "Hey, we can get some great footage of Valentina." No, she's no. got some great highlight reel and stuff no, now.
0: No way. Look at this picture. No way. I know, but no. I mean, going into this fight, they expected it to be a good
1: fight. Yeah, I mean You think so?
0: Yeah. I mean a lot of fights maybe you look a, at people's maybe, records. Maybe
1: that's all they got had for Brazil. Because she was a Brazilian fighter and, they and other people turned the fight down. But
0: this is the UFC. They could have found someone else. I mean the UFC people they, they aren't people don't say no to when they, to they travel to the Brazil
1: though, every fight's got a Brazilian fighter. In doesn't it doesn't
0: have to. Not everyone did, I
1: don't think. It
0: might have, but they don't have
1: to. And they usually do. They go to they go right. to Japan, they get Japanese fighters. But fights. not every fighter to... was
0: Japan. They, I mean, no. they try to do that as much as they can,
1: but if they wanted to, they would have found someone else. For I'm it. just thinking the fight got set up. A, a little bit of it is a setup. No, I don't think so. You're wrong. All right, I'm next. Too, I'm too, next. I've been
0: there. <laughs> I've been behind the scenes in that, listening to the matchmakers and the promoters and the managers talking. I don't... I don't I've seen set-up fights, and I know there have been set-up fights, but not in the UFC. I think the UFC does not set-up fights.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I don't think she's unhappy that she took the fight. No, she's not. Or at least she's not admitting she is. Her, her stock is way up right now. Okay. So, you go to the main. No, now she's having surgery, so. No, let's go to this one. So, uh, Prezeris, uh and uh, Green. This was the fight right before the... The co main.
0: Yeah. This is the one that a lot of people don't understand why it was stood up.
1: Another Brazilian against where's Desmond from? Uh, I think from New York. Or so something. if you guys were watching this fight, Desmond was the one with, with the, the crazy hair. With the hair.
0: He was the one with the crazy hair. And the poor referee. He had such cra- I don't know why this is legal. This needs to be changed. Who was the referee on this fight? It was young, it was uh Mark Goddard. Okay. One of the he's the up and comer. He's gonna be the next uh um Big John the big the next Herb Dean I mean he's the next up and comer but that poor guy his hair Desmond's hair was all over he looked like cousin it okay so with his hair all in it, you didn't know where with the front and where the back was so he had the so Um, Michelle had him on the ground and his hair was down and you didn't know if it was turned in or turned out because all you saw was hair. So he was hitting him and, and Goddard said he was hitting him, uh, in the back of the head, but you couldn't tell because his head, you didn't know his head was like this. It could have been like this. All you saw was hair, right? He had these dreadlocks all in his face. You couldn't tell where his ear was, which is the point being behind the head, behind the ear. Is illegal. In front of the ear is legal. You couldn't tell because all you saw was hair. So poor Mark Goddard, he didn't know where it was. It, he it, couldn't tell.
1: It looked like Desmond's face was in the mat. Who knows? I don't know where it was, but his nobody face knew. Is in the mat. Uh and he's in, you know, and, and Prezeris is in the dominant position hitting him. And actually stopping and looking at the ref.
0: Yeah, like, is this fair? Is this like does he have to pull his hair back to hit him? That is a crazy rule. Why did they not change that immediately? They need to change that rule immediately because that caused tons of shit. I mean, because Mitchell could have stopped him here, but Goddard stood him back up because he had to because he actually thought Mitchell was fouling, so then he has to do it. But Mitchell didn't know he was fouling. He should know where the ear is so he can hit in front of the ear,
1: he it, had no idea. It was a very bizarre exchange it because was. he's on top, he's got the guy, he can't get up, he's got him down, and he's hit. He's not even really hitting him. He's just talking to the ref, looking at him like, "Can I hit him I, now?" I think he could have finished him there. Right, he could have. But could've. then they stood him up. It was very bizarre. It was bizarre. So what? Did, how do they fix the
0: rule? I think you got to have your hair Yeah, you, uh, you got to have your hair cut. It can't go in front of your face, and that was that was a travesty. It really was. It wasn't. I don't think it was green's fight because uh green's fault because it, it's never it's not a rule it's not definitely not michelle's fault he did everything he had to do and he still won and it's not mark goddard's fault because as a referee he's trying to go is that be neat he's probably thinking is that is that is that be, is that in the back of the head or the front oh shit i'll play it safe okay it was the back of that he couldn't tell because he looked you all you saw was like a mop full of hair Total stupid rule. They need to change that rule like today. Write that down, commission. Change the rule. You got to cut your hair. That was
1: crazy. Yeah, and uh, so what's the limit on hair in the UFC? You can't grab somebody by their hair.
0: Right, and and that's another thing. I I actually had a fighter in... uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter season eleven, and he had that same kind of hair. And my guy had him on the ground and was pounding him, and his hair, his hand kept getting stuck in the guy's hair. So the guy was like, "Hey, Rev, he's he's grabbing my hair." He can't not grab your hair. It's like wrapping around everywhere. When you, if you want to be a fighter, check it out. Get a buzz cut, okay? Well, the,
1: well, the girls don't have a problem with this. They all put their hair in cornrows or, or do whatever make it, your hair it, like it put, takes all the hair to the back of their
0: head. Do something where it's not an issue. I think if you're a guy fighter, get a buzz cut. And then when you retire from fighting, grow it out all you want. But it's just much easier and more practical and it's just more common sense to just get a buzz cut and then grow it out after your career. Because this fight right here proved that that kind of hairdo does not work in the UFC. You kind
1: of sound like you got a problem with people with hair, but okay. I'm jealous. <laughs> you're a Harris. Wow, <laughs> <Thank> you got—you <laughs> definitely you're prejudiced against people with hair. I don't know what it is. All right. Anyway, I agree. It was very odd to watch that fight, but Brazilian won that one. Yeah, another Brazilian.
0: And then let's go another, to the main event. The
1: main event. So this this event was hyped up. Eric Anders against uh, Leota Machida, who's been around quite a while.
0: Yeah. Um, what's Machida's record versus his? Um, Machine has a lot more experience. He's had, uh, you know, 40-30 fights. Okay, so he's had 30 fights, and Anders has had, um, Anders has had 11. ten. Okay, so, so he's had three times the experience. Um, but he's an up and comer, Anders. He's had a couple UFC, um, fights. Um, and it was a good fight. I think he definitely showed that... Uh, Anders showed that he belonged there. Um, some might think he won. I, I could have I gone either way with it. If I was in Mashida's corner, I might have bitched a little bit because I think Mashida definitely scored more punches, scored more strikes, was in control more. But I think the time that Anders was in, was in control... He was in more dominant control. I think he showed more power. He showed more aggression. Uh, But he got hit more. So I think that's what ended it. At the end of the day, I think that's that's why Machida won. If I was in Anders' corner, I wouldn't have complained on that decision. Uh, But I would have known that Anders will be back. I think if Anders put his punches together more, he could have got the win. But he did a lot of... One-shot telegraphing power punches. Uh, he got some good takedowns, some good control. Um, he got a really good cut with a knee. Um, but I don't think it was enough to win. And if he put his punches together, instead of relying so much on his power and just letting his punches flow, I think that would have made a huge difference. He was a one-punch guy and then trying to follow in with a takedown. It worked a couple times. I think he got three takedowns. Um, so that's great, but I think he could have landed a lot more punches and even hurt Leota. If he put his punches together and didn't concentrate on power, 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 just let the power come.
1: What do you think? Yeah. I thought it was a decent fight. Went five rounds. I think neither one of them had much of a medical suspension afterwards. I don't think either of them got banged up too bad. Nah.
0: Machida got one, a uh, uh, uh kind of bad cut by a knee, but it wasn't, it was blood, uh, a lot of times cuts wor- look worse than they are um, because around the, you know, there's a lot of vascularities, vascularity around the, the head and face. But on the other side of that, sometimes cuts don't look as bad as they are. Like if, in there, if they're in your nose and you can't, I mean, it, maybe it doesn't bleed that much because they stopped it, the bleeding from coming out, it's still going in the back. And you're still swallowing it and tasting it. And it, it, it does hamper it does hamper your performance. And a little just a little cut above your eye, maybe it's not even bleeding that much, but it, it messes with your vision a lot. So cuts can be or you might get one on your head that's bleeding like crazy and it doesn't really affect you at all. So you really can't tell how much the cut is affecting the fighter, but you have to think it's affecting them some. So it's and it's not really in a positive way unless you're Arturo Gatti or Leonard Garcia. They uh, like the
1: blood. And there's another thing about blood when they're fighting is as soon as they go on the on the ground and they, there's blood everywhere, I think they're really slippery.
0: Yeah, but that affects them both equally. So that's kind of that's kind of going both because like if you're the bleeder and the blood's off of you, your opponent is still gonna get the benefit or or the. Uh, it might it might be a liability or it might be an asset. So, you know, if you want to get out of the hold, whether it's your blood or his blood, if there's blood there, it helps you get out of holds. If you want to if you want to hold on to him, and it's his blood or your blood, it could hamper that. So now it's a, de- a deterrent. So, blood could be your friend, or or your enemy.
1: It's necessary. <laughs> it's necessary. Know that. So it was a good
0: fight, not a great fight. Um, like I said, Leota, I like the way you moved. I like your punches, your kicks,
1: your movement. He looked really good. He's yeah. 38, I think.
0: Yeah, he had Man, a lot of, he looked good. He he had a lot of good pot shotting. Um he could've he could have come back with a little bit more power, got his got the respect of Anders a little more. And Anders, I think you need to uh, quit loading up on one punch and just let your punches go. And then whatever one lands, will knock your opponent out or hurt him. But you don't have to just rely on one. And when people do that, it tends to like, they tend to freeze up a little and telegraph. So his punches were kind of like, ah, and then he's like swinging real hard. And by then, Mishida was gone and hit him two or three times. So it was a good fight. Not a great fight. Mishida, Mishida's back. He's on a kind of a string of losses, but he's back now. And Anders, you're up and coming. You're going to, you're going to, make it up
1: up the, up the ladder so it was a good fight I think that was Andrew's first loss at least in the UFC maybe it was yeah. his first loss yeah so yeah he'll be back
0: so that's that's that but I don't know so what well, our my biggest takeaway from this 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 uh this card was number one stupid as hell to let people have that haircut because just, that needs to go away that was it was the referee should never not know if it's a foul or not, because of your hair. That should, that should, that should be illegal. If your hair is all over, they, they, should, they should be able to hit wherever they want, just whatever lands, because they can't tell. How else, how else can they tell? My second one is, um, as bad as that fight look with Priscilla and Valentina, um, and as much as you want to rag on the referee, and there are some bad referees in, out there, don't forget, guys, if you're a cornerman, it's your responsibility to protect your fighter. You are the first line of defense for your fighter. You care about your fighter more than anyone else out there. You are responsible. You know them better. If you see your fighter getting hurt, stop the fight. If they come back to the corner and you don't think they're 100%, stop the fight. If it's a UFC title fight and there's millions of dollars on the line... Then weigh your decision that you know with that in mind, but your your fighter's health and well-being should be your number one your number one um, choice. Okay, it should be the number one decision-making process. All right,
1: you, you and I are in agreement on something. I agree totally. What <laughs>
0: totally? When you put all the factors in there, your fighter health should be number one.
1: That's all I gotta say. What about you? Well, I think, and I don't know. Maybe there's some cultural difference too.
0: In, you think between
1: uh, the, the Brazilians and uh, maybe it's more of a warrior mentality. I don't know. No,
0: uh, look at look at look at American fighters like Mickey Ward, uh, Arturo Gatti, who's who's most of his fights were here. Some of those Mexican American fighters uh, just known to just never quit. You could say maybe that was a Mexican thing, but. Most of them were from
1: here. Yeah, no, the fighter's not going to quit. I'm saying it's yeah. the corner, the corner just letting their fighter go, even if they're getting pummeled. I see a lot of American guys,
0: and when they say "we," and it's like "we," it should be like "we" are going to train really hard. We are going to, you know, are going to do this and this. But when it's when it's the fighter getting hurt, then lose the "we." It's him or her, all right. So when you want to take credit for the win, say it's. Him or her, when when they're getting hurt, it's him or her. Okay, but when something bad happens, then it's we. That's how I look at it. Like my guy lost this week.
1: Okay, of, tell tell them about your fights. Your fights. Yeah,
0: my week. guys. One of my guys won. One one of my guys lost, and the guy that lost got caught in an armbar. Fought his heart out to get out of that armbar. Ended up probably ripping some some uh, ligaments trying to get out of it. There was no quit in him, but that was our fault. That wasn't just his fault, all right. It was our fault. I don't think I relayed the instructions as well as I could have. In the corner, I think I let them be there be a little bit too much commotion in the corner. That was my job. I should have controlled it better. So we lost that fight, all right. We lost that fight. Um, when and then my other guy won. He won. I don't think we won. I think he won because he went out there, put his all out there. Fought a bigger guy, fought a guy with more experience. He dug in deep to his heart, in his skill sets, and he won that fight. So that's how you should look at it as a trainer. When your fighter wins, he won, she won. When your fighter loses, you both lost. Okay, you have to take blame for that, for that loss as a trainer. Okay, but you don't get to take cr- to credit for the wins. Sorry, that's just the way it goes. Sorry, if you don't like it, don't be a trainer.
1: Sounds like good advice.
0: Thanks for coming, guys. Good to see you. Hey, don't forget to share, please. We want everybody to see this podcast because you know it's a good one. So share with all your friends. If there's anything you want us to to bring up medically, MMA, UFC, fitness, training, anything martial arts, please comment on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on YouTube or send us a personal message on my Facebook, on my Twitter, anything. We'll answer all questions, and we'll address all topics. Thanks for coming, guys.